And we're back with episode five of Dog Football Weekly. It's your host, Reed, with your co-host, Russ. And our two guests today are all-region, st- all all-star football player, Brody McDaniel. Hey, guys. And our um, region offensive player of the year. Say your name. Kirk Perk in the building. No, I'm just kidding. Hunter Kirkley right here in the building. You heard it here. Kirk Perk, he's here. The man, the myth, the legend. Well, gentlemen, how are we feeling about the game tonight? You know, I think – I don't even think it's going to be that big of a game. George is going to run away with it. I like that. Hunter? Uh, I think – I think it's going to be – I'm going to go away from what everybody's saying. I'm really I, – I like Georgia. You know, I like Georgia's – like their odds to win this game. But I'm going to go with TCU – Pulling out a close game, first quarter. I will get back to that, but I'm just telling you, I think TCU's going to pull it out in the end. Really? Yeah, That's, I really you know, do. You're the first person I've legitimately heard say that, but I think it's a reasonable take. What's wearing, your score? Wearing purple today, too. Well, do you want me to tell you the reason I think that? Reed? Sure. Okay, look, this is this is what I take from it. Okay, if, if we go back to the last game and we go and watch J.J. McCarthy against – you know, Max Duggan. All right, J.J., in the first quarter, I think they had, what, two pick sixes? Or it might have been first and One second. Pick six, One pick six. And then a pick six in the fourth. Yeah, pick six in the fourth. Okay, well, I'm just saying the DBs that T- uh, TCU has, one's going to be a first-round draft pick this year. And the next year, they're number one. They're locked down. That's going to be on uh, – is it go- – is it Gobble? How am I saying it? Travis. Um, no, y'all's number one wide receiver. What's his name? Number five. Oh, Donnie Mitchell? Uh, Mitchell. Okay, he's going to be on him, and that's that's strapped. I hate to tell you that. that, that he ain't going nowhere. All night, lockdown, I hate to tell you. Brock Bowers is going to have a big game. I hate to tell you. I hate to tell you. I hate to tell you. you Nobody's that, that, that Okay, just that this man, this Thor Four winner, I get it. LaDainian, LaDainian Tomlinson's nephew, I get it. He yeah. hadn't seen anybody close to a Donnie Mitchell all year. A Donnie Mitchell hadn't played any football all year, really. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're right, but I'm just saying. I'm going to I'm gonna let Brody talk, and we'll get back to what I think later. But I'm just keep up, just keep up with it when the game's going on tonight. And y'all be like, "Dang, he was right." My take is everyone's gonna be keening on Adani Mitchell because you know, I mean, he's the guy, he's the best player. But I mean, Brock Bowers, he's not gonna do anything until the second half. Yeah. But my take, Kier Jackson, our, our our hometown guy, two touchdowns, two hundred yards. Somebody else got me. Two touchdowns, two hundred yards from Kieris, like and McConkey's gonna have just one big touchdown. You know, our coach coached Kiaris Jackson. That's right. Back football That's coach. right. Shout out Coach, Cam- yeah. coach Campbell. Which made him who he is today. Um. Anyway, so, Brody, I didn't even hear a score prediction from you. What, what are you thinking? Score prediction 42-17. You know, that's that's reasonable. Two rushing touchdowns from Max Duggan and a field goal in the first quarter. All in the first quarter? No. No, no, no. Just a field goal in the first quarter. I was about to say that. Two rushing touchdowns in the second half. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Um. Gentlemen, I forgot to ask you in the beginning, how has the basketball season been treating you? Basketball, I mean, we're getting there. We'll, we'll be there. We'll, we're we're, going, we're getting where we need to be at this time of the season. You know, we've lost some close ones, lost some larger deficit ones. But, you know, everyone's kind of come together as a team towards the end of the season. We've got some region play coming up. We've got a big region game this Friday and a home match this Tuesday or tomorrow. 
against Fullington. That, that, we need to pack that one out. So if y'all listen to this, pull up to the Hornet's Nest. You know, Kirk, you got anything to say about that? Yeah, y'all be there. Be loud. You know, Birdie's going to score like 40 like always. And uh, everybody else will try to score at least 10. I mean, <laughs> rarely happens, but it's okay. Uh, but, yeah. More like two. Okay, yeah, you're right, Reed. And Reed's going to go one for one, you know, keep that hundred, keep that streak going. That's my boy. You know, Russ going to hit him a three. Anyways, but I, I want to I feed in on my score prediction real quick. All let, right. let me go. All right. Okay, I'm going to go. I'm going to go 42-48 TCU win. Wow. You are you are you taking late them into minute overtime? TCU wins. Overtime or just No, late minute last minute TCU wins because if you Georgia's gonna be up at halftime though. Georgia's gonna be up at halftime, TCU's gonna win. If you go look at TCU's game, if Georgia's up at halftime, you this is what I'm thinking. TCU's gonna pull out a late one or Georgia's gonna either beat the dog crap out of them like like Birdie has said. T- TCU I mean not I mean Georgia's gonna beat the dog what's, crap out of TCU. What's scary about TCU is they know how to play from behind. Yeah. Georgia Almost. don't Georgia, you haven't seen them behind except in games like Missouri and Ohio State. Now, they've shown the, our key word last week. What was our word, Russ? I don't remember. Resilience. Oh, resiliency. Yeah, that's right. Our key word was resiliency last week, and we've seen a lot of it from this team. I think, you know, if TCU jumps out, even if they – I give them three score advantage, say 17 points. I'm not worried about this dog's team. And – but – TCU, the thing that scares me the most is they can come back, and they're a great team playing from behind. And that's going to be something that's going to be – we're going to have to watch. And, you know, Georgia cannot become complacent in that second half, and they can't take the foot off the gas because this team will come back. What do you guys think about that? Um, I ain't going to lie, I wasn't paying attention, but I do got one thing to say. Um, one thing that it does worry me rooting for Georgia tonight, because I'm an Alabama fan, Um. What worries me for Georgia is, you know, normally last we'll go to last year. Last year they played a good team in Alabama in the SEC championship, and they lost that one. And they come back in the national championship game, and they played an almost perfect game and beat them. And, you know, I think them playing LSU in the SEC championship this year is going to hurt them because they really haven't – they haven't really had to be in a game until Ohio State, and they were really scaring us then. So that's my take on that. But I still, I still got Georgia blowing them out. Yeah, Russ. What, what's what you think's gonna happen, Russ? No, I've already given my most of my take, but Georgia's gonna beat the dog crap out of them, yeah. in, in my opinion. I mean, I see that, but I'm not just doing that because I'm a Florida fan. I'm just saying, like, you know, you got to give the podcast a little different outlook than some people. Yeah. Not, but I'm just saying, if I had to go, I think they're giving what I think it's twelve points on the spread for TCU. Yeah, and 12 so and a half. twelve and a half. So I'm gonna say that you know TCU either pulls out. A late, a late touchdown run by Max Duggan, or I mean, it's it's just Max Duggan's gonna play a good game, and if he don't, they're gonna get the dog crap beat out of him. I mean, that's if they I don't see. catch the ball, if they don't catch the ball like they did against Michigan, this ain't mistake Michigan. Like, I mean, hey, it, it's no question, Max Duggan's gonna come to play. He's he's the guy. He's the guy. The if he don't, he's gonna throw yeah. two interceptions. Yeah, his. Well, it wasn't his fault though. Interceptions, they dropped the ball. Went straight through their hands. But. How do you think TCU's speed will match up with Georgia's speed? It'll be That's fine. one of those strengths everybody's talked about on that defense. TCU's not ready for anything Georgia's about to bring at them. They've been playing Pac-12 this whole time. Big 12. They, Big, 12. Big 12, whatever, whatever. Anything, that's, anything that isn't SEC don't matter to me because SEC is the only football in the nation that matters. 
So if you ain't playing SEC teams, you, you're not ready for the big game. So I know they beat Michigan, but Michigan's another one of those teams that just not an SEC team. I mean, I feel confident I could put any SEC team in there that's not like, you know, Vanderbilt or Auburn, Missouri. Missouri. If I mean, Missouri kind of gave y'all a little run, but I ain't going to talk about that. But um, um, let's, you but know, I, I, I would feel I'll confident in any SEC team that's like a decent team in the SEC, if you get what I'm saying. And I would still bet on them over what, TCU this what year. Kind of give, what gives me a lot of confidence is that TCU doesn't blow anybody out. They're, they don't amaze me at anything, really. They're fundamental. They're, they're a fundamental football they're team. They're very well coached. Sonny Dykes well. is one of the best coaches very in college well football in his they're, first they're year. To play. That first quarter, I promise you, Georgia don't score much. But after that, it's over with. They're going to get tired. I, I do agree with that. I, I agree Georgia's going to come out and they're going to shell shock them. But I got Georgia. Georgia's still going to just bring it together and roll I on. got Georgia up 21 nothing at the end of the first. I hope not. And I have them up. You better hope not. 21 nothing into the first quarter. Yeah. And at halftime, I'm saying – my halftime score is fourteen to three. That's a good one. That's solid, and I think they blow it open in the second half. Like I said, the two rushing touchdowns are going to come in the second half for Max Duggan. Yeah, that's interesting. Both of you picked Max Duggan as a runner. That's what I'm most concerned about tonight is I, how they contain it, him. It's scary for that for Georgia's defense because did not contain C.J. Stroud very well, and Max Duggan, he's just like C.J. Stroud except he'll go out there and run you over. Yeah, he'll he's a hitter. Um. Anyway. Um. Well, tonight we're gonna do a little something different. I don't know if any of our listeners are into sports betting, but we're gonna call our head gambling expert, William Smith, and he's gonna let us know his expert picks for tonight. Hello. Hey, William. Hello. William. Hello. How you doing? Good. How are you? Doing good. Give us your picks. Are you taking the over or the under tonight? Well, you see, tonight I have three bets going. I have a six-man, five-man, and a two-man. You know, in Georgia, it's legal to bet on outcomes of games. You have to bet on individual players. So, you, know, you just got to make do. I didn't know that. Yes, sir. Would you like to take a quick intermission for the weather? Uh, Let's take an intermission for the weather. All right. Do what? Okay. The weather in Los Angeles right now is 53, but it feels like 50 and it's cloudy. There's rain likely for several hours and potential really? flooding rains. Really? Yes. Wow. There's also... Thank goodness nine there's a roof over their head. I know. Thank goodness. Because there's also nine mile per hour winds. Wow. Nine. Now that's a lot, Reed. Like Reed said, thank goodness there's a roof. Thank goodness for that <laughs> roof, baby. Thank you. Thank that's goodness our, there's a roof. That is our head <laughs> weather woman, L. Smith, on the call. That's right. Um, so, uh, back to the bets for tonight. Um so I uh, did some talk with my partner. Um, I think we came up with some pretty good stuff. It's his birthday, actually, tonight, by the way. I'll go wish Tillman Dew a happy birthday. Um, Shout out, Dew. So first, my first pick, two picks tonight on this two-man is I have Max Duggan over 33-and-a-half pass attempts as well as Stetson Bennett, the fourth. 
over 20 and a half pass completions. I think I think that should be a lot, me personally. Um, then my my five man start off with Griffin Kell, TCU's kicker. We have him over one and a half field goals made. Stetson Bennett again with more than ten and a half rush yards. And after that, we have Quentin Johnson, less than eight and a half receiving yards. I just I think he's going to get locked down tonight, me personally. I had a good game last week, but I just I don't think he do it two weeks in a row. Who do you think covers the most of the night? Um, what do you say? Who do you think is going to cover it most of the night? Hope, hopefully all of them, so I make some money. Um, I also have Kenny McIntosh, over 64.5 rush yards. He, sh- he should get that pretty easy. Then we have the man, Brock Bowers, over 4.5 receptions. I need him to have a good game tonight. Um, and that's it for my five-man. And my six-man, we have Jack don't know how to say his last name. Pudlesny? Kicker. Over one and a half field goals made. Jalen Carter over three tackles and assists. Then after that, we have Max Duggan more than ten rush attempts. I mean, dogs going to be chasing him around all night long. He just, he's not ready for it. And I think Brock Bauer's going to score a touchdown, so we have him over um, one and a half receiving touchdowns. We need, need that one bad. We got Stetson Bennett with more than a 23-and-a-half fantasy score. And to finish it off, Kenny McIntosh, over 17-and-a-half fantasy score. That does it for my best. Well, folks, you heard it here first. Our Our gambling expert, William Smith, gives his exclusive picks for tonight's game. Thank you, William, and enjoy the football game. Good night. Thanks for having me, and y'all pull on the dogs. Go dogs. Go dogs. Well, guys, I think that's going to do it for today's episode. How are we feeling about the game? Um, feeling confident. You know, dogs are going to win, no doubt in my mind. I'm excited. All I think is that if if Georgia is that, I think we're if, having a microphone. <laughs> Excuse if, us for that issue. If, if Georgia if Georgia establishes that run game early and gets the ball to Brock and spreads it out like Stetson normally does, it'll be a good game. But I think we can all realize that if uh, – we can all say that if Stetson does what he did last game, it ain't going to be pretty. But TCU, TCU's just got to be smart if they want to win. But I I think they will. I think they will. Well, thank you for thank you for joining us today, gentlemen. That's going to do it for today's episode of Dog Football Weekly. We hope you enjoyed our championship-exclusive pregame show. We will be back tomorrow to discuss tonight's hopefully monumental championship game and we will give you our expert analysis on what happened. Our guest tomorrow will be head JV coach Wyatt Young, back by popular demand. We will see you there.